COVID-19 has rapidly spread across the globe, reaching each and every continent. This, however, has happened without anyone's approval and in most cases without anyone's consent. To everyone listening, welcome to my podcast. I am your host, Bandi Lumkwanaz. South Africa announced its first case of COVID on the 5th of March, 2020, and currently marks one of the highest case incidents on the continent. As of April the 22nd, 2020, the number of confirmed cases had risen to 3,635, with 65 deaths. A year later, millions of people have lost their lives due to COVID. COVID-19's impact and implications on South African society in the social, economic, health, environmental and technological sectors they best show how the pandemic has appended the lives of millions in South Africa. The measures that President Cyril Ramaphosa and his government have taken, including declaring a national state of disaster and other measures to effectively respond to, contain and curb the spread of the virus. Even after these systemic weaknesses highlighted, a lack of capacity in addressing COVID-19 challenges and the underscored disparities in South Africa. This podcast will focus on a topic that many people tend to shy away from, which is what happens to the COVID-19 waste material after it has been disposed and the potential risk it brings to the people who are in charge of dealing with the waste material and also the potential of these waste materials in contributing to climate change. In South Africa, quarantine is an important public health tool being used by the government around the world, including here in South Africa, to reduce and slow transmission of this disease. While in other countries, suspected and confirmed patients are quarantined at homes, here, at home in South Africa, patients are cared for in dedicated health facilities. As mentioned earlier, one important aspect of this type of care, which may not, may not always be considered, is how highly infectious waste material should be safely handled. A vast amount of medical equipment and materials are used in caring for these patients much of which will come into contact with infected bodily fluids. This material cannot be simply disposed of in the nearest dump. Fortunately, South Africa has in place an established hazardous waste management system that is compliant with global standards and has had its competence test by previous outbreaks of other viruses. Tashni from Averda Integrated Waste Management Provider to government and industry explains the steps taken to manage to manage hazardous medical waste, which are now applied to the waste resulting from COVID-19 quarantines.
She says that hospitals will consult with waste management experts like Averde to ensure that their internal safe operating are sufficiently up to date and applicable to the risk at hand. With COVID-19, as well as other outbreaks, extreme measures are taken into are taken to ensure safety. This kind of high-risk waste should be packaged in multiple layers of thick plastic and boxes and sterilized twice during the process. Assigned vehicles then transport the waste to one of the eight hazardous waste sites around the country. Averta is currently carrying out all the incineration for, for quarantine sites around South Africa. Its healthcare incinerator in Clarkstop has the capacity to incinerate up to 28 tons of waste per day, more than twice of other incineration facilities in the country. The vehicle is tracked by GPS as it travels to the incinerator site and is not permitted to stop en route. The receiving team is notified of the vehicle arrival in advance and incineration stop clear the loading bay of people. Only a small number of specialists stay in hand to foot in full protected um, personal equipment suits to unlock and offload the cargo, which is immediately incinerated. The process that Averda has established at Clerkstop sites for dealing with such cases is based on the company's previously established standards in preparation for Ebola, of which there were no infections in South Africa and Congo fever. Averda was also responsible for the incineration of the majority of waste relating to the Listeroyes outbreak of 2018. According to Tashni, they have handled waste like this on numerous occasions, with some subs as they are using for COVID-19. They are in communication with the Department of Health and the Department of Environmental Affairs and report to them on a monthly basis, offering advice and training if and when they are setting up for new quarantine sites. We can all observe all take an analysis from what I've said a bit earlier on, that these COVID waste materials are burnt, which is not a good thing because it contributes to climate change. The 21st century has been faced by numerous challenges that affect African continents drastically. Both climate change and COVID-19 have been labeled amongst the major ones. Climate change is experienced in a very tense rate, and there is plenty of evidence that proves that climate change is on the rise due to increased greenhouse gas emissions, of which waste materials that have been disposed have a potential to possibly contribute to these emissions. The impact of climate change is known to have detrimental impact on the health of humans, environment, and agriculture. Climate change is specifically a challenge to the poor, vulnerable communities who are located closely to nature and are extremely dependent on natural resources. Therefore, one can conclude that the burning of these COVID-19 
waste material is not a good idea since it drastically it contributes to climate change. And climate change is one of the issues that we are faced with. So an issue cannot lead to another issue. Viable solutions need to be drawn up and much more safer guidelines need to be drawn up. As a young individual here in South Africa, COVID-19 has had a huge impact on my life. I've lost loved ones. My friends have lost their loved ones. Community members have lost their loved ones. People in South Africa and the world at large have lost their loved ones. Therefore, it is vital that we observe all the protocols that are given to us and follow the necessary guidelines that are given to us in order to slow and end this virus. Thank you so much.